0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports
1: Social Podcast Network.
0: Full of frustration. Full of despair. despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. And Two British football fans have had enough. Canary bird Elliot Holman and wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer.
2: Yes, welcome along to season four, episode eight of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. I think I've got a rough idea, I think I know where to start with today's uh, podcast, so let's get cracking. Henry, uh, do you know where you'd like to start?
1: Um, I can't think of anything, Oh uh, well, it, what a weekend it's been for the US Men's National Team, winning the Gold Cup, that was great, wasn't it? It was good, yeah. Yeah, Miles Robinson getting the winner, We're brilliant for... Uh... Brilliant for them. I'm really proud of them. And the Canadian women's uh, national team there in the Olympic final as well. So great stuff. Great stuff for North America. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I Any- think that's anything it. else? A real positive way to start the show.
2: And Orlando 3, Atlanta 2, the MLS UK show derby has been won by Orlando for the first time in Orlando, by the way. And um, I think the, the, the general consensus
1: is get in. Come on. There'll be more of that, more of him saying get in, more of us talking about that game in particular, and the rest of MLS, because there's been loads going on over the course of the show, but welcome to the new episode. Before we start, we need to say, um, well, it's it's something that we ask every year now, it's become an annual thing, but uh, the Football Content Awards are back, and we need your vote. So in this section, this is the first sort of... Uh, part of it, it's uh, to kind of suggest podcasts that you like or would like to see nominated. Um, now, last year, uh, uh, well, we normally have our uh, silver award from last year on the table, but Elliot stuck his Orlando shirt on it today. Priorities uh, get in. <laughs> Um, But we were lucky enough to win silver last year. So we we hopefully, like the Olympians, we might be going for gold this time. So if you want to suggest us, we would really appreciate it. Um, You go to footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting. On there, you scroll down then to the best podcast section and it's in the international part. You type MLS UK show, scroll down to the bottom, and vote now. We would really appreciate your vote. It means so much to us. And don't get me wrong, it's nice for us to go and have a swanky sort of awards. Uh, oh, certainly. lovely meal. Yeah, in uh, in London, but um, you know, it, it, we will be there. Like last year, well, last year was on uh, on YouTube, but the year before that was. Uh, at manchester city stadium and you're there with so many content creators from the world of youtube podcasting uh, in the uk we're talking like the arsenal fan tv guys um we're you know the guys who do man united stuff liverpool stuff uh guys and girls that go to stadiums in the uk and and film themselves uh, watching the match so all these great creators and then we're there promoting mls and it's nice to talk to them and, and we have in recent years actually had people who have, have worked for big channels then go oh check out mls and asking us about yeah, it yeah. so um yeah it's, it's just it's it's nice for us but it is to help promote mls in this country
2: yeah and we've got dc uk um who does a podcast we've got uh, any revs uk the guys um at rbny uk um, starting to do podcasts, you know, sort of under the uh, MLS UK umbrella, if you will. Um, so, yeah, really nice to, to get a little bit of recognition for, for MLS here in Europe.
1: Yes, and uh, it sounds like as well that we're getting recognition for MLS in Asia because, um, well, I mean, this is very geeky, so hear me out, but I was checking out our new podcast hosts because we're part of a sports social uh, podcast network. So uh, we've actually changed the, 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 the website that hosts the podcast. So we upload it to that website and then it sends it out to Apple, Spotify and all of them. So I was checking it out and you can check how many people listen and where they listen from, uh, how many men, how many women listen and that sort of thing. And um, Dogs. <laughs> any dogs, yeah. Uh, we not have many dogs. But we have now had one listen in Japan, specifically Tokyo. So I had a look at our previous uh, podcast host, and we've never had a listen in Tokyo. And it just happens to be the two weeks where the Olympics are on. So that's got me thinking. Is somebody who is in the Olympics listening to the MLS UK show?
2: Imagine an actual Olympian, an athlete listening to this with us two. Um, yeah. It might, to be fair, it could be a family uh, family member. It could be somebody who's you know one of the trainers. Uh, anyone like that.
1: No, no. Don't put this down. I mean, it may be. It may be somebody who's American or Canadian or British who lives in uh, Tokyo and they just happens to found us. But it could also be someone who's going for a gold medal. I know who it is. Who?
2: To you, this just looks like a white room where we film this. But it's my garage. And just around the corner is a gold medalist, Adam Peaty. Gold medalist in the swimming. He's won every single swimming final he's ever competed in. Mm,
1: he's as good as a fish.
2: Yeah, he's literally a fish. He might be like, oh, I know these guys. They live around the corner. I'll listen while I'm in Tokyo. <laughs> Nothing else to
1: do. Uh, Well, if you are that person, even if you are just the next pat who's living over there, then uh, let us know at MLS UK Show. We're really intrigued. Um, Also, if you're listening in any other country that isn't uh, uh, Britain or Canada or America, then yeah, let us know. But yeah, we've had our first listen in Tokyo and it happens to be in the Olympic two weeks as well. Sorry to
2: rain on your parade there is a story i've seen where uh, a guy who signed up for tinder it's been a while since i've been on tinder i'll be honest um but you can pay for pro or premium and it allows you to move the uh circle you know the radius that you're uh, operating in uh to anywhere in the world and there was a guy who was literally like sat on his sofa in like sheffield i don't know and he was uh trying to pull an olympian <laughs> Right. He was trying to get chatting to an to an Olympian who was it staying in the Olympic Village, so he changed his location to Tokyo, and he was like, oh, "I'm go- I'm I'm going for the swimmers. I wanna I want to get a swimmer," uh, and he actually started chatting to one of the Canadian female swimmers on their swim team, wow. and it worked. So it might just be someone who's uh, you know left left that switched on
1: right so uh, hopefully not hopefully it's not somebody who's just left the vpn on but uh, <laughs> uh yeah if you are that person let us know um at mls uk show uh, right before i mean i've tried putting off as long as i can i can't do we're gonna have to talk about what happened in mls last weekend <laughs> but before we do that we don't start the mls uk show until we've done the game with a changing name now uh, you've told me But it's a bit of an uh, an interesting one this time. Mm. that You're changing the rules slightly.
2: Yeah, so it's a really... If I was to read their career path, because this is a player that's played in the UK and in MLS, if I read the clubs that they've played for, you'd just get it like that. Like, too too easy. So I've had to make it a little bit harder. Um, So here is uh, today's game with the changing name player. They were born in 1982 in England. Right. They've scored over 200 goals in England... Scotland and the USA combined, 11 of those goals were in MLS. Okay. 20 goals internationally for England. Right. They're still playing now at 38, still going. What That's, do you reckon?
1: I don't know, you know. 20 goals for England. That means they've had a really good career. Um, let me have a think over the course of the show. If you know, at MLS UK show on Twitter, Instagram or if you watch it on YouTube's comment in the comments below uh, give us a like while you're there as well and uh, it leaves a timestamp then so we can see where you're up to uh, I'm intrigued, I really am so I'm going to have a think I yeah, uh, scored
2: a lot of goals in the Premier League uh, and that's what I want to talk about next because we are going to have a word from our sponsors which is actually a word from us so let's cross live to me
0: the MLS UK show
2: Now, I've been saying for a long time that despite the incredible range that Soccer 90 do stock, they haven't got any Norwich City stuff. Uh, And they retweeted uh, Norwich City's release of their away jersey, the secondary jersey for the upcoming Premier League season, which is gorgeous, by the way, and said, we should maybe stock some Norwich shirts. Yes, you should. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But if you are into maybe some of the more... Uh, fashionable uh, and good Premier League teams, uh, then uh, head to Soccer90.com where you can get your hands uh, on a range of Premier League jerseys and of course some of the biggest teams all across Europe.
1: Yep, if you uh, support one of the big six or you're looking to get into the Premier League ahead of a new season, head to Soccer90.com and when you're at the checkout, type MLS UK and you get 25% off too.
2: Probably not on a Norwich shirt though. If they put a Norwich shirt in, I'll tweet them Tweet them, tell them to put a Norwich shirt in and I'll give you further discount.
1: That's not true.
0: MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt.
1: Okay, let's uh, have a look at what happened last weekend oh, in nuts. MLS. But before we do, no. uh, let's talk more about uh, the US men's national team winning the Gold Cup. They beat Mexico 1 0 in extra time. Atlanta's Miles Robinson with a goal, um, which is great. It's a great moment for US soccer, especially after the last few years, you know, the World Cup disaster of uh, five years ago now. Oh, no, it we weren't even now. It was three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Right? So still lives in the memory. So uh, no, good times for the US men's national team. And and if uh, results go right in the next few games, they could actually break into the top 10 in the FIFA rankings as well.
2: And when you actually break that down, USA, the US men's national team, breaking into that top 10 is huge. Since we've been doing this podcast, we've taken a huge interest in, in MLS, the big league in the States. And yet the US men's national team been a bit of a joke i I think it's fair to say despite good good players it's not worked out for whatever reason there's always been something it's always been a bit of a disaster so this is a massive leap it's huge Mm. you can't underestimate how much you know all right uh, you know it's not the world cup they've not won the world cup but you can only beat what's in front of you and they've proved that they're the best team around
1: yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I saw a few people on uh, Sunday, was it Sunday or Saturday night? I, I can't remember. Well, on the day Sunday night, yeah, on the day leading up to it, a few people were saying, well, Mexico in each position are probably better than the US, but US won and it's that fighting spirit that ironically they didn't have three years ago. And I think it's just this new sort of era of US soccer and US men's national team. Uh, last time there was a few players that were coming to the end of their time and I don't know whether the passion weren't there or or whatever, but it just didn't work out. This time, this team looks good, and it's nice to see from this side of the Atlantic, that in a couple of years in the World Cup, because we're only, what, 18 months away, less than that, Mm. so it's coming up, so uh, hopefully the US can really put on a good show. So it was good to see, uh, and like I said before, shout out to the uh, Canadian Women's National Team for what they're doing in the Olympics. I think the US one can win a bronze as well, so fingers crossed for them.
2: Miles Robinson putting himself in the window.
1: Uh, For Europe, Mm. definitely, yeah. I'm surprised he's not gone already, but, um, you know, this is definitely doing it. He's... uh... He's someone who um, has been playing well in MLS for Atlanta, in a poor Atlanta team. And uh, he's now shining on the national stage as well.
2: Yeah, Atlanta don't need him back.
1: Yeah, I think we do. (laughs) Uh, Which was emphasised by this weekend. Go on, we'll talk about it. Orlando 3, Atlanta 2. Get in! Um, I mean, the start for Atlanta were brilliant. And um, I mean, I'll, I'll level with you. I didn't watch the game. It was my... Wedding party on Saturday, which you came to. Mm. So when I woke up on Saturday morning, um I didn't know the score, but I saw you have been tweeting on the MLS UK show page, and I saw that uh, obviously Orlando had won. And I, I, I must admit, I dreaded it. I I thought the worst. I thought it could be five or six nil. I'm going to have to build up to this party and be annoyed. Then I'll see Elliot, and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. You're just going to brag. Well, in the end, 3-2 and a Martinez scoring, it, it actually could have been a lot worse.
2: I get why it's that's you know, there's a lot of positives for you to take from this because it's it's a goal for Martinez after all that's happened in the last month or so. Um, obviously, you know, coming back off an injury as well, that's, that's big. It was after f- less than 40 seconds, which is a, an unbelievable start, especially away from home at your rival's you at that point Atlanta fans absolutely loving life understandably Mm -hmm. um two amazing goals for Atlanta incredible goals for me the performance was wasn't there you know I was genuinely annoyed and it doesn't happen a lot with Orlando because they've they've disappointed me so many times that I've learned and Norwich hurt me enough. I don't need it with Orlando as well. There's no point me keep getting angry at at Orlando, but for me, it was frustrating because they were losing a game where Atlanta weren't, they, they weren't playing great. Atlanta weren't, weren't doing great. They just scored two great goals. Um, But it's like, I say this, this bizarre season where Orlando, I've seen them play much better in previous years, but not get the results. Now, You know, Oscar's got them really, really playing the right way to get a result. It can be different game to game to game. Sometimes you just got to grind it out. And, um, you know, that that result the other day was was absolutely massive because, you know, Orlando having a bit of a wobble prior to that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's the mental block as well, isn't it? You know, they've not won against Atlanta at home. So to get that, after being 2-1 down as well, conceding the first minute and then going 2-1 down, I'm sure the fans were thinking Mm. the worst. So to come back and win 3-2 and, um, I mean, I didn't watch the game, but like you're saying, dominate the game and then end up winning. Uh, Yeah, it's a big... uh, it's a big thing for Orlando so uh, well done into second now um I've got to say from Atlanta point of view the uh, another positive was seeing uh, Mourinho when he scored go over to Valentino and celebrate yeah. with him it's the, the the team looks a lot more united now than it was a couple of weeks ago um so it's that's good to see but obviously as an Atlanta fan, you never want to see us lose against Orlando.
2: And it looks like Orlando are going to lose Chris Mueller as well as potentially Daryl DK. So it's really, really crucial. Uh, Van der has come in and really taken like a duck to you know what um, a goal and an assist yeah having you know come on just for the for the final period of the game it's massive that's it's a huge huge signing because he really does look look the business
1: uh, yeah well we've not had a chance to talk about Mueller uh, it happened just after our last episode if you don't know he's going to Hibernian in Scotland uh, which would be good for him I think it's a good uh, it's, I mean SPR I know we joke about it sometimes but it's a good at level, mm. um, so and Hibs are a good team, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does over here in the UK. All I've got to say, I've got to warn him, that um, yeah, Scottish, especially Edinburgh weather, is a lot different to Orlando. Mm,
2: probably as much rainfall, because when it rains in Orlando, <laughs> it rains, uh, however, they don't tend to get that really intense heat for the other 23 hours of the day. <laughs> uh in scotland so good luck to him but in all seriousness and i know you agree with this deep 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 down what a guy chris Mueller is i can't wait to welcome him over here to the uk really excited that he's making that step to europe he's been playing for the u.s men's national team as well of course um you know um alongside dk at, at, at one point so um really excited for this move and excited to see what what's gonna happen a lot of talk that it could be happening earlier than we think the side are desperate to kind of make it happen a lot sooner than Orlando would like so we'll keep an eye on that one but whenever it happens we will welcome Chris Mueller with open arms to the UK
1: yeah and um, a bit of breaking news uh, of this week from an Atlanta point of view it looks like the ex Roma boss uh, Paolo Fonseca I think I've said that right uh, probably not uh, so turned <laughs> down the club uh, Spurs are after him uh, Tottenham Hotspur yeah. early in the summer so uh, it's a good sign for to uh, yeah a good sign to see um, that they're going for that type of uh, mana. now he's turned down there are actually rumours that Gonzalo uh, Pineda the Seattle assistant is on their radar as well and I saw I think DC were after Pineda yeah. um, and uh I've seen a few Seattle fans would be disappointed to see him go. So that'd be interesting as well. And he's got MLS experience. So uh, yeah, we'll keep our eye on that one. Uh, moving on then, um, we'll we'll continue on the Friday evening. Um, New York City FC 4-1 against Columbus after the 5-0 win against Orlando yeah. as well. Um, 9-1 the last two games. That's big, big for New York City. I yeah, I
2: don't want it to seem like I'm just brushing the Orlando result under the carpet. I'm not, credit where credit's due because New York City look a seriously good side at the minute. Um, I tweeted when the Orlando 11 was announced against New York. I wondered whether uh, Pereira should be investigated for match fixing because that was bordering on pathetic, to be honest with you. like There was no way Orlando were going to get a result. Um, maybe didn't expect five, them uh, five not great um but it's down to new york city being a really good really strong attacking force new york city are the real deal and yeah. they they can soon um with just a couple of wins with their games in hand they could soon be in that second place in the east and and i think they deserve it i really i think they deserve it because they're playing really nice stuff said it earlier orlando Second, getting the results, but not the performances. I've not been that happy with the performances. Whereas NYCFC, they deserve that spot.
1: Yeah, the uh, the approach play as well. Um, you look at the nine goals they've scored against uh, Orlando and Columbus, and uh, they really work it well in the box, the finding space, and uh, and also they're getting through balls. You know, past the uh, over the defense and running onto it. Which when you've got two or one or two uh, strong uh, sort of quick attackers then that's such a, a weapon to have in your in your arsenal. So, uh, yeah, well done, New York City FC. Two very impressive performances back at the Yankee Stadium. That home farm is so important in MLS. Columbus, they'll be disappointed with that, but I think we're getting freak results at the moment with players not here for international duty yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So uh, um, I'm sure we won't look into it too much. Um, remaining on Friday, then LA Galaxy 4, Portland 1. And, and I feel Portland are kind of in this bracket as well of teams that are, are just missing a few players at the moment. But credit where credit's due, this is a big win for LA Galaxy. A hundred
2: percent. And, you know, we touched on Chicharito at the start of the season and how important it was going to be that he really hit the ground running because it was a massive disappointment last year. Is it safe to say that even without him, they might be okay?
1: Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Ravelson has scored four in five now, so he has really stepped up uh, you know, where Chicharito has been missing. I, I read a story the other day about Chicharito breaking down in training, being really upset that he's not playing, so hopefully he can get back because he's he's big for the league, let alone LA yeah. Galaxy. Well, um, yeah, we don't seem to be missing him at the moment, and, uh and yeah, it was a good performance for them. And uh, I mean, the the overhead kick by Revelson again, fantastic. And it's uh, it, I'm sure the fans will be relaxed knowing that the the okay, it seemed like they were relying on him at the start of the season when they were getting those good results. But you know, they can still put in a performance like that and, and win four one.
2: You feel like they could potentially be top if they'd had Cheecha?
1: Maybe, but you know, Seattle's uh, unbeaten run at the start was fantastic. Mm. But let's move on to Seattle. Uh, but well, I say it's a shock result in San Jose going there winning one nil. But that's three defeats now for Seattle in the last few weeks. And
2: it's... who knows anything about San Jose? I, I honestly, I watch this league religiously. We do this podcast every other week, and I, I don't know a thing about San Jose because I I don't understand whether they're good. I don't know whether they're bad. It's just so confusing. But Seattle, I just I just don't panic with them.
1: Yeah, you do, and and he showed that form at the start. And and as we've said, there's there's teams missing a lot of players, and it's difficult. You've, you'd say at Seattle when everything gets back to normal in a few weeks, they'll could they'll get back to the form they were at. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things. You go so long, it happens so many times in in leagues across the world. You uh, you go so long without losing, you lose, and then there's that knock on effect. But. Um, Yeah, Seattle should be all right. And it weren't the only uh, shock result in the West because Mm. SKC, FC Dallas, SKC not lost at home yet. FC Dallas not won away yet. So with it being MLS, guess what happened?
2: (laughs) Yeah, and FC Dallas, I I have to ask you the question. Massive improvement, of course, from the early weeks of the season, start of this podcast where we were like, what's going on here? Can they make the playoffs?
1: I think they can i think they, they fall in a group of teams that certainly can and uh, have started poorly and got better you look at toronto in the east fc cincinnati are picking up the odd point here and there now so um so yeah it's uh it could be a, um, it, you know, they, they are a team that could be. They've got the players there. Papi's been playing excellent. You know, to, to say yeah. that he's only 18 or whatever he it is. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, um, no, they, they're picking up some good results. The result against LA Galaxy last week, winning 4-0, was impressive. To go to SKC is probably even more impressive yeah. and win 2-1. Uh, so, good news for FC Dallas fans, because I don't know if many were worrying at the start of the year, but as a podcast, we were saying, hmm, the... This ain't started very well, so it's good to see thee back. Uh, I tell you what, let's go to uh, let's go back to the East End, a team that are impressing me so much at the moment. And I'm gonna say that this team, the way they're playing at the moment, the way they're getting results, they are as good as the LAFC team that won the Supporter Shield. They're as good as the Atlanta team that won MLS Cup. They're as good as the RBNY team that won Supporters Shield. It's New England Revolution. Yeah. They went away at RBNY and won 3-2 this weekend after being 2-1 down. It's, it, things are clicking, aren't they? And they're looking really good. And and uh, do you think they're getting the praise they should do? Or is it because maybe they're not like the LAFC team or the Atlanta team, that they're, they're not getting as much of that?
2: I'm going to use the word sexy, and I apologise. LAFC and Atlanta came into the league, sexy badge, sexy kit, sexy roster and uh in terms of talent uh and and i just feel like new england revolution because they're old school it takes a little bit longer for you to be like do you know what this is a really good team and we saw a couple of years ago the brad friedel any revs and you don't feel like there's been a massive change Mm. to to where they are now there's obviously been some really crucial signings um but bruce arena he knows what he's doing i know you've backed any revs yeah, in your yeah. pre-season bet, yeah. um, and I wouldn't go against it now.
1: Uh, they were twenty-five to one when I uh, put money on them to at least get to MLS Cup. Be now eight to one.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think it's a great bet.
1: Well, we'll see. There's time for it to fail. I've, I'm not a big gambler, but I've, what I do know is that there is time for that to mess up. <laughs> um, but Gustavo Bow, let's talk about him. He scored his tenth goal of the season at the weekend. For me, the way he's playing at the moment, he's scored two amazing goals the last few weeks. Um, He's potential for MVP at the moment for me.
2: I couldn't agree more. I think at the start of the season, we were looking at uh, uh, Avea, who was back, uh, hoping Chicharito was going to entertain us. Obviously, Miami had made the big big sign-ins and we were Mm -hmm. thinking, yeah, there's going to be some MVPs here. But it's hard to, you can't argue against him. If you take him out of the equation, how confident are you then?
1: Still, confident. I'm, I'm as confident as I would have been for uh, if Martinez weren't in the Atlanta team. Uh, you know, they still have Almiron, but mm. you'd think, okay, they, they they're missing something. Maybe they're not going to run away with it, but you'd still think they'll get in the playoffs and they'll do a they'll have a good effort. So I'm probably as that. I I, I think the way they play in the manager, the head coach, sorry, the head coach they've got is is they're not they're going to be in the playoff picture. And if you can keep both fit, then that's that player who can get you MLS Cup.
2: We talk about MLS experience all the time. Bruce Arena, I mean, show me someone with more. You know, the yeah. guy knows exactly what he's doing. And it's a combination that's, that I don't know if it would work many places. You know, that roster is not, we talk about it with Philadelphia a lot. I'm not saying they're not superstars, but I, would, I don't put them in that LAFC Atlanta bracket. But in terms of talent and what they've proven, of course
1: they are. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so from the top of the East to the bottom, uh, and it was a good weekend for Miami. They won two one against Montreal, who were returning to Miami after a few <laughs> weeks back in Canada. Welcome back! Um, but uh, of course, as the away team this time, and uh, he went one nil down Miami, but came back. Higuain, he got a bit of stick the other week for. We saw that clip of him against Philadelphia, where um, into Miami we were attacking, and he just walked from the the Miami. Uh, yeah penalty area to the other one didn't look interested he got the two goals they got the win so uh, yeah he's he's come back this weekend hasn't he
2: for me if you're David Beckham and you're looking at this Miami side you know you've got a lot of problems this isn't this doesn't just fix it but let's let's focus on Higuain because he's cost you a lot of money costing you a lot of money he's costing you a DP slot and you've you've only got nine of those left so you know it's really important that he didn't become a massive failure you know there was all attention on him like you say everyone's seen the clip of him you know walk in and it's been retweeted thousands and thousands of times it's so important more than anything doesn't matter about the performance in this game it doesn't matter whether they were good or not they got the win and their striker who's a a big part of what they're trying to do and where they have put a lot of resource got two goals and that's crucial
1: another big story in uh, mls this week and uh, it was at vancouver ryan gold has signed for them uh dp Uh, He was touted as the baby Messi a few years Mm. ago. It's not quite worked out for him, but he's done well in Portugal last season. So this could be a big signing for where Vancouver want to go.
2: It's like the kiss of death, that Messi tag, isn't it? Uh, We saw it with Bojan, uh, obviously ended up in Stoke and then uh, in MLS with Montreal. So, uh, you know, I think it's definitely a really good opportunity for him to maybe prove some doubters wrong. Um, And it's going to go one of two ways. He's going to have found his level. Yeah, or he's going to prove himself, get back to Europe uh, and really push on at, at a higher level. So um, this is a fascinating one. It's one. It's really going to be one to watch. And I look at it like the Victor Wanyama signing as well, where yeah. someone comes over and you're like, really? And is he not going to be really way too good for this? You know, it's, it's really going to be one to watch.
1: Yeah, it is. You're right. And um, it's another... Uh, for another player, another man for us in uh, MLS UK to get behind. So good luck. That's
2: next uh, week's game with a changing name. <laughs> uh,
1: well, yeah, when he's played one game, he qualifies. But um, it was really good as well seeing Vancouver do a, a tweet about Iron Brew. If you've not tried Iron <laughs> Brew, it is a Scottish delicacy, it's a drink, a soft drink. And uh, I think it's it's I think it's really nice. Yeah. I think it's horrible. Yeah, you hadn't tried it. had you? and I I, I bought you one once, and you didn't like it. But no, you yeah. don't know actually what's in it. It's just orange. It's poor like poor Chris so Mueller's
2: coming over to, th- to that. <laughs> uh,
1: well, it's like when I spoke to Chris Cadden last year on the on the Ep- uh, yeah. podcast, and he he's obviously Scottish, and he said he misses iron brew and baked beans. It's like these orange foods that we have. in here. <laughs> Um, right, let's round things up then. Um, because in the West, it was a really interesting weekend because no no team moved in the conference standings. It's fascinating. that How many games are we played now?
2: Yeah, so uh, on average, you're looking at 15, 16 games played. Yeah, so no it's... one moved. I feel like it's settling down a little bit. Yeah. And th- yeah. this is the point that I want to make to you is that are we looking at a point where the East is finally stronger than the West? Oh, yeah.
1: Um... I'd probably say if you put the top three in the uh in the east against the top three in the west at the moment, yeah, I would say that the you know they the we east would win, but you know we we know what this league's like and that could easily change. That could things change within two weeks of us doing a podcast, so that could easily change. But no, I think that you look at the way. New England are playing. Nashville as well, we've not really mentioned them, but they're playing really well yeah. at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I would probably say so. But And I, is it
2: to do with the East only playing the East predominantly and the West predominantly playing the West?
1: Uh, potentially, yeah, potentially. But then you look at the sides like LAFC that are quite down in the West and you think, well, is, is that because yeah. they're playing so badly or is it because teams have caught them up? You look at Colorado have... Have been excellent this season, so I they're think... missing
2: out on their yearly trip to places like Cincinnati, where they go and get uh, go and get their three points. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: in argue, you could argue that maybe the West is still stronger, better, but um, no, it's it's. Uh, I think teams. There are some teams that are making the most of it yeah. over others. So, uh, I think um, this year is going to be so interesting to see how it pans out in the end, and and see if we can get. Um, whether it is someone from the East again because remember the reigning champs are from the East or yeah. whether the West can reclaim it um, last few matches Austin nil Colorado while we mentioned Colorado another b- great win for them at, uh, at Austin um, It was still finding their feet a little bit this season
2: Surprised they're bottom of the league I, I, my, I was on the Austin train and it's derailed so I, it's be my fault because I'm the kiss of death but I just felt like I felt like they were going to do better
1: yeah yeah we did but you've got to remember they're a new franchise oh, no,
2: i agree but i i think despite that i think i was backing them i think i was allowing them the you know if they finish bottom they finish bottom but yeah. I, I was kind of thinking yeah but they've put together a... i liked what they were doing
1: they're not scoring many goals no. at all i think if they were scoring goals mls kind of attitude if you're scoring goals and seen a lot i think you put up with it more than if you only scored 10 goals not good enough, is it? Um, elsewhere, finally, Toronto won, Nashville won. Um, not scoring goals is uh, it's not conceding goals is the problem for Toronto. And kept a clean sheet in nearly three months now. Uh, and um, Philadelphia won, Chicago won. Wiki was back for Chicago, which is great to see. Uh, he went 1-0 up, but then had a man sent off. And and he really hung on at the end to get the equalizer, uh, to to get the draw, which um, is, is encouraging, isn't it? That would be an encouraging point for them.
2: Yeah, we see, we've see we seen a lot of Chicago in the last few years. You sort of have that spark every now and again, and you just really need them to build on it. And I think that's where they've failed in, in the past. So um, really good result, especially against Philadelphia. It's a great, great point. Well fought for, let's build on it. But it's... It's traveling all the miles that they do in MLS. It's yeah. having to rotate, playing another game in three days' time. And it's so hard to say, right, guys, that was great. Go and build on that. Because actually, I'm going to have to change six of you <laughs> out. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Chicago build on that.
1: I don't know if I mentioned the actual score of the Vancouver game, but we drew 2-2 at home to Minnesota. Well, they say at home, it's their last match in Utah yeah. before they're actually going home. Um FC Cincy nil, uh, DC United nil, and then Houston nil, RSL nil. Um, So this morning, before we recorded this podcast, you put uh, something out on Twitter saying that we were recording one. Has anyone got any questions you'd like to answer? And we've got quite a few come through, so let's answer... Uh, some of them right now. Um, Very
2: unprofessionally, I sent the tweet and haven't checked it since, so you're about to ask me questions I have no idea about.
1: You surprise me. <laughs> you really do. Uh, Calvin has asked these FC Cincinnati actually. He said, with plenty of departures, can the future look bright for FC Cincinnati? Uh, possible transfer targets or predictions as to how they'll finish? Mm. Um, I don't really want to give uh, potential transfer targets because. You get into Miami territory. Yeah, so. Uh, but predictions on how they'll finish this year?
2: It's so hard because if you look at the teams around them, you could say, yeah, they, could, you know, the Atlanta, yeah. they could build, they could rebuild their roster. They, you know, that needs to happen, and and they could, they will be back stronger, a hundred percent. With Cincy, they've already tried the rebuild three times, mm. and you know, we're on, we're on to another coach. You know, we all know what happened with with the last, you know, the last coach, and the the first one didn't work out, and I just. I, did, I don't know with Cincinnati anymore. It's yeah. a it's it's got to a worrying point for me.
1: Uh, you think that if you if you throw enough stuff at the wall, something will stick eventually. So I I do think something will turn around. I like Cincinnati. I like the yeah. Uh, I really,
2: I love it. The stadium's incredible. Yeah. I, I really want it to work, but you, I'm coming at it with a level of realism. In mean, the rebuild, isn't always the best option because you've it's already cost so much money.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. The problem for me with Cincinnati, as I see it at the moment, is they're just trying to do anything to get some sort of short-term success. I don't see there's a long-term plan there. Even with Yapstam, I don't know. I just don't see it being a a long-term thing. So, um, yeah, they're just trying to get some short-term success. But, I mean, short-term success for them is actually winning a home game. Uh, yeah you know in the new stadium and then we'll we'll take it from there. Uh, another question we've had do you think that phil neville will be able to bring success to into miami
2: with my neutral hat on no i think the thing with phil neville is you question whether he was we question whether he was the right man in the first place and i think now on the run of form okay they won at the weekend on the run of form they were on, you have to think that Beckham was asking questions.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, that ownership group isn't going to put up with being bottom of the conference, obviously. So yeah, he needs to turn around fast. You never know. We said there, you know, I said there about Yapstam not being long-term. Phil Neville potentially could be long-term because he's friends with David Beckham. So it could work out. But I, we, we joked at the start of the season about Phil Neville managing Gonzalo Higuain yeah. and Blaise Matridi. I don't see that working out. So personally, uh, I would love to see him do well. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to happen.
2: The tracksuit top, though, is great. And Poppy wants one. Can I have one?
1: <laughs> well, maybe you can bring one back because he's from my hometown, Barry, Phil Neville. So maybe you can bring one <laughs> back with him. Uh, Alex says, uh, where can Portland Timbers improve and will they make the playoffs? I wanted to ask you this,
2: actually, because earlier in the podcast, because... With Portland, it's hard to look at them outside the playoffs and go, they won't make it. You ha- Surely you have to feel like they're going to be above that line. Yeah. Just on... Is it just about drawing on the past experience? Like, I don't... It's hard to s- say where that's gone wrong, really. Like, surely a club like Portland, who are I would say, a, a, a mainstay in the playoffs, surely they are able to draw on the past experience and you have to feel like they'll be there.
1: You do, yeah, and as I said before, you know, we have a lot of teams that players are going to come back in from injury and international, sort of, um, you know, like Gold Cup or Copper America kind of thing. So I think things will level out come the mid to end of August. But uh, yeah, Portland, Portland, we do think will probably make the playoffs. They tend to do that, um, but I I just don't see with Portland going. That much further in the play, I don't see him troubling MLS Cup personally. But you think
2: they'll make the playoffs and that's it?
1: Yeah, they may be first or second round to go out. um yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. There's just something not there. There's no consistency at the moment for me. But, but I do think they will get in. Um, let's see, there's, uh, another one here. Which current or recent England internationals do you see one day coming to MLS?
2: Oh, great question.
1: It is because there's a lot of youngsters in the England team at the moment. So, um, you know, you'd think they'd probably stick in the Premier League for a while. So, um, I mean, that's just a guess, really, at any of them who could go over.
2: Who wants? kyle walker
1: that's a good shout kyle walker could be a good shout actually um he's he seems to me an la galaxy kind of guy kyle walker he's
2: you know, uh, go uh, along the ashley Cole lines
1: yeah um maybe miami you, you it's easy to throw uh england players at miami at he'd the be moment. a
2: designated player so just you know be oh, careful with
1: okay that. Um, but then again, you know, Atlanta. He's not really seen Atlanta go down the route of, of uh, you know, despite having a, a Brit in the the front office, they've not really gone that no, route. true. That route. And Kyle Walker is still one of the fastest players in the world, so he'd do well in MLS. So, uh, Kyle Walker, that's a good shout. Um, anyone else? Um. Ben Foster, who who was at Man United, and I think he plays at Watford now in the Premier League. He has said on his YouTube channel that he plans to have one more season at Watford then wants to move to MLS. And he has specifically said America. So uh, he's a goalkeeper. So, you know, he's... Yeah, that could...
2: uh, I like Ben Foster, but I think that's probably the only position we're all right in. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, Do you know what? This is really random, but obviously a long way down the line. Dominic Calvert-Lewin would be incredible in MLS, uh, a Kai Kamara-style figure that we don't see a lot anymore.
1: No, yeah, he's a he's a bit of an old-fashioned big sense target. Of forward. Man. Yeah, so uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like we've uh, seen that work. Yeah, maybe he could follow Kai, go to like a Colorado Rapids or something like that. But uh, great question, by the way. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a few players there that. We'd like to see, uh, but hopefully by the time Dominic calvin Lewin is is getting to that age where he would traditionally be uh, looking at maybe MLS, maybe the league as it would have um, improved its sort of uh, its perception in Europe, mm. and maybe yeah, yeah. you know younger players are going there. Uh, last we've got uh, don't need to um, don't need to mention a specific team or anything, but over under seventy five percent chance Matt Turner is in Europe come January. He won goalkeeper of the Gold Cup. So I wanted he... to
2: touch on this with New England Revolution, but I'm aware he's obviously been away mm. with with the U.S. Men's National Team, so it wasn't quite relevant. So I'm glad it's been brought up. Matt Turner. I, I, this is not a pun on his name, but the turner, the turnaround in in his career in the last two years is incredible because remember, Brad Friedel didn't know who his best goalkeeper was. He played one keeper, then the other one, then the third keeper. He rotated like no tomorrow. yeah Matt Turner's made that his own. He's proved he's proved the level that he's at, you know, and he's playing for the u s men's national team. You have to feel like we're going to see more keepers moving to Europe, I think.
1: Yeah, there was kind of a period in the 90s, weren't there, with Casey Keller and Friedel, but that's uh, kind of yeah. happened, and then Tim Howard in the 90s, but not Been many, uh, so we've got
2: but, Zach Steffen,
1: yeah. Zach Steffen, yeah. I mean, Guzan about 10, 12, 13 years ago, but Matt Turner, he's only 27, which for a goalkeeper is quite a, a young age, he tends to go on until the late 30s. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's been incredible and he's uh, he well deserved his, his goalkeeper of the gold cup. So, um, yeah, talk to me
2: about the level. Are we talking a Burnley or are we talking a championship?
1: I think he'd probably go championship first okay. and then make his way up. I think, um, Fulham. Yeah, maybe the sort of top of the end of the championship. I think it, what's difficult is, um, like, I mean, we've seen with Zach Stefan, is that unfortunately you have to probably play in Europe at one of the bigger teams uh, uh, to um, to get that move to one of the big six in the UK. So maybe he goes to the championship or lower end of the Premier League to get that move, or maybe he goes to somewhere else in Europe, another country, um, like a lot of them are doing now. Say Germany may fit in, or or even Portugal or Spain, Belgium. Belgium yes. Yeah. So uh, it's a great question. It'd be interesting to see, but I mean, with any player in MLS, we are happy to see them continue there rather than come over and play for some country, yeah. you know, into some country in Europe that we don't tend to watch. So, uh, yeah, great question. Um, thanks for them. We'll, we'll put that out in, uh, future episodes as well. Uh, right, we need to uh, move on. And next, we're going to play a game that you introduced last time. It's Free lies on the show.
2: Three Lies on the Show. Three Lies on the Show. So this is where I give you five facts about players or staff or stats from MLS. And actually, three of them are lies. You've got to work out which are lies and which are true. Now, you actually did very well last time.
1: I got them right, both of them.
2: So we'll see how you get on this time. Uh, They're all a little bit ridiculous. Just remember, I have actually made some of these up. What is my brain? Um, Okay, you ready? Go on. Play along at home. True or false, four MLS players have siblings representing North and South America in the Olympics.
1: Oh, okay. Um hmm, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but we'll see.
2: Okay, uh, number two, the longest streak of away games played in a row by an MLS team is 15.
1: That could be true. MLS is the only league, really. But that yeah, <laughs> could be true. Yeah. Uh,
2: number three, Tampa Bay Mutiny. Oh yeah, have more regular season successes than Portland Timbers. Vancouver Whitecaps combined. We're talking about their Supporters' Shield wins, obviously.
1: Ah, right, okay. Um, well, I mean, Vancouver haven't done much, so it'll be down to Portland. Uh, I'll have a think about that
2: one. <laughs> Number four. Uh, a representative of Maxi Aruti has written to the local district to apologise for Maxi damaging his neighbour's trash cans by placing them in the top corners of a goal set up in his yard, namely top bins.
1: No, I I think Giroudi's got more respect than that. I knew you'd write this one off straight away. Yeah. Number five,
2: Joseph Martinez admits to late night texting sessions with his new coach.
1: Uh, I hope that's true that would be nice uh, right I'm going to go with I think that might be true that actually Martinez and uh, Valentino are, are, close, are far closer than I'm sure the text messages he would be sending Heinzer would have been a lot different mm. Uh and think then, he was blocked <laughs> and then I'm going to go for the 15 away games in a row is the record
2: Okay, uh, so we'll go through them again. Four MLS players have siblings representing North and South America in the Olympics. So you're saying that's false? Yep. Correct, that's false. The longest streak of away games played in a row by an MLS team is 15. You're saying that's false? Yep. It is false. It's 12 and it's oh. Portland Timbers. No, I said that was true. Sorry. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, um, oh well. Close. Tampa Bay Mutiny have more regular season success than Portland Timbers and Vancouver Whitecaps combined. That one's going to be true, isn't it? It is true. Yeah. Sorry about that. And they're not even a thing anymore. Uh, a representative of Maxi Aruti has written to the local district to apologise for Maxi damaging his neighbour's trash cans by placing them in the top corners of a goal set up in his yard top
1: bins no he's got more respect than that that's not true it's not true yeah, I knew it which uh, means
2: Joseph Martinez has admitted to late night texting sessions with his new coach
1: 3am uh, wow yeah that's like us watching MLS I know now uh, he knows how we feel <laughs> Uh, well one I'll take one this time I'll take that yeah that's 50% it's not bad it's not, not bad,
2: bad. Uh, yeah well done if you played long at home and you got those right well done. Uh we'll do another another game of free lies on the show. I think it's quite fun coming up with the uh, coming up with the potential ones.
0: MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt.
1: Now it's time for the section of the show where I have a look at an MLS city, state, or in the case of last episode, region with mm-hmm. New England. And uh, we do a little bit of a guide to him because we know so much here in the UK uh, about uh, certain places and certain cities, the more popular ones, and not so much about others. So in that case, <laughs> we're going to do Henry's Guide to LA <laughs> that intro didn't really
2: work for no, you no did it? it didn't no. Uh, of course LA famous for its country music
1: hey Elliot
2: <laughs> hey Henry
1: uh, did you know LA is the second largest city in terms of population in the US behind New York City and it got a population of 4 million yes okay <laughs> uh the county of los angeles has places that we've all heard of in the uk has got uh, hollywood mm. compton malibu beverly hills and of course where the Fresh Prince was sent. Oh, Bella.
2: Bella. I've been there. Seen the house. It's great. Have you?
1: Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see the house. Um, I'd love to go in it. I'd love to live in it. Well,
2: I'm I sorry. saw a white mansion that the guy on the bus told me was the Fresh Prince
1: of Bella's mansion. Are you it's... sure you weren't in DC in not... white house? <laughs> It might have been. Who knows? Uh, LA was founded as, uh, well, I'm not going to read out the Spanish pronunciation of it. However, it does <laughs> translate to the town of our Lady Queen of the Angels on the... Pausincula River. I've said that wrong.
2: Absolutely smashed that, mate. Do you want to have another run at that one?
1: Pausincula, <laughs> hmm. maybe. Uh, maybe our friends at LA is our house will be able to uh, pronounce that better than I can. <laughs> um, the Hollywood sign is the most famous landmark in LA, uh, but originally it was an advertisement for Tinsel Town's latest real estate development, and it said Hollywood Land. Oh wow! I didn't know that. They knocked the land off in 1949. Um, in the probably the most LA Hollywood sort of fact I could come up with is in LA, even the coroner's office has a gift shop. <laughs> Uh, If LA was its own country, its economy would be bigger than Saudi Arabia, Switzerland, and Sweden's. Wow. Uh, And there are tons of stars that are buried at the Hollywood's uh, Forever Ceremony. One of them is the Looney Tunes voice actor, Mel Blanc, whose gravestone reads... That's all, folks.
2: Love that. That's, That's so nice. good. Uh,
1: as you can imagine, there's so many famous people that were born in L.A. We're talking Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kendall, Kylie, have been known as the Kardashians, of course. So these
2: are famous people:
1: <laughs> Angelina Jolie, Leonardo DiCaprio, Charlie Sheen, Jason Segel, who is in your favorite show How oh, I Met made Your Mother. mother. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Marilyn Monroe was born in L.A. Jonah Hill, Dustin Hoffman, Kendrick Lamar, Jennifer Aniston, Nicolas Cage, Snoop Dogg, and famous US women's national team player, Alex Morgan. She was also born in LA. Uh, and finally, as we are doing the Olympics at the moment, and we potentially have a listener who is in the Olympics. No, we do have a listener that was in the Olympics. We do have one. Um, it's only right to end on that in 2028, LA will be hosting the Olympics. Now it will be doing so for the third time, although it won't be the first place to host it for the third time, because when Paris hosts it in 2024... That will be the first place. That How hosts annoying. For the third time. Uh, the Bank of California Stadium will be hosting some of the track and field events in the Olympics. And the Dignity Health Sports Park, which is in Carson in LA, uh, that will host rugby, tennis, modern pentathlon, field hockey and track cycling. Wow. Um, Dignity Health Sports Park has also hosted in its time MMA, CrossFit Games, college football and Major League Lacrosse.
2: I've seen a really good um, bicycle ridden by a Swedish guy at the uh, Dignity Health Sports Park. So uh, I, reckon it'll be, I
1: reckon it'll be good for that. Was his name Zlatan? It may have been. Uh, and that was Henry's guide to Los Angeles.
2: Famous for its country
1: music. <laughs> Not quite straight out of Compton, is it?
2: Mm, no, <laughs> can we get more Dr. Dre up in here?
1: Um, Dr. Dre also from uh, California, I think. You yeah, forgot him, didn't you? Uh, right. Well, um, that's it for that. To uh, another place, another city, another county uh, that has been chalked off. Not many left now. We'll do another one on the next episode. I might Is it going to be-, be Nashville? No, Nashville will be last. Oh. Uh, I'll put it out on Twitter before the next episode. Uh, right now, it's time to look ahead in MLS to what's happening. And before we do that, Elliot, it has finally happened. Has it? It has finally Is it happened. Is a double get in? It's a double get in because my friend here, who has been hopeless this season <laughs> at predictions, has finally won one week. Get in, come on. Uh, you won last time. Uh, you won 45 to 35, although none of us predicted that New York City would beat Orlando 5-0. No,
2: I don't think I predict would have predicted that uh, Orlando beat Atlanta either, but, you know, <laughs>
1: get in. Um, So well done, it's now Henry 3, Elliot 1 as we go into the next round of fixtures. Um, there's quite a lot happening in midweek so this is happening on uh, well Wednesday evening but Thursday morning here in the UK uh, New England Revolution versus Nashville Columbus versus DC Montreal versus Atlanta la France. Uh, in Canada uh, Philadelphia versus Toronto Chicago versus New York City FC New York Red Bulls versus Cincinnati Orlando v Miami Corner purples Austin versus Houston. Dallas Derby there. I think that's the first one they've had. Uh, Seattle versus FC Dallas. LA Galaxy versus Salt Lake. LAFC versus SKC. And Portland versus San Jose. Uh, Shout out to Vancouver as well. Because I think Vancouver have drawn quite a few games. So I think they're still our MLS UK show championship champions. Yeah, they're probably... It's it's changed hands that many times. They've probably now held it for the longest Longest, time. Longest, yeah. Um, Right, so we move now to the weekend. So this is where we're going to do our predictions. Remember, if you get the right outcome uh, in terms of saying a team will win and they win, it's uh, five points. If you get the right score, then it's 10 points. So, uh, Elliot, we're going to kick off then with, uh, where are we? Oh, FC Cincinnati looking for their first win at their new stadium against Orlando. I'm going to go for a 2-0 Orlando win. Yeah, I can't look back past Orlando, unless he plays the same team as what he played (laughs) against New York City. Uh, But you'd fancy Orlando win. I'm going to go 2-1.
2: Okay, yeah, probably a safer bet. Uh, Columbus Crew versus your boys, Atlanta. Both teams looking to bounce back in quite a big way.
1: Yes, um, Columbus (laughs) is probably in a bigger way. Uh, Well, we'll see what happens in midweek, but you've got to fancy at the moment Columbus to win this one. Uh, For me, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go 3-1. A narrow 1-0 win. Uh, Minnesota versus Houston at the Alliance Field.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm going to go for a... I'm going to go 2-2 draw here. Oh, yeah? Mm. Uh,
1: No, I think Minnesota will win. Houston don't really score many goals, but uh, I think uh, Minnesota 3-0.
2: Next one's quite frightening. Toronto versus NYCFC. It's a big playoff fixture of uh, years gone by. Mm. You have to look at NYCFC here.
1: You do, but I mean Toronto have been playing better and I think the more settled now they're at home.
2: Nine goals in the last year. Yes, minutes.
1: and Toronto don't <laughs> keep any clean sheets. <laughs> you know what? I think in the most MLS thing possible mm. Toronto will keep a clean sheet against New York City FC. You think?
2: 0-0. <laughs> I don't
1: think so, but I, I think it's it's just peak MLS that they will. So and I think they'll win one now. You think Toronto will win? Yeah, I think 2-0 New York. Um FC Dallas versus Austin. Um another Texas derby for Austin there. Uh Dallas 1-0. Uh yeah, I'd, I'd uh, Dallas's farm, I think they'll beat Austin. I think it'll be I think Austin will have a bit of a humble in here. I think it'd be three free now.
2: Colorado versus SKC. Uh, this is a tough one to call. To be fair, and I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna, shot, gonna go for a Colorado win, two one.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, recent years that'd be quite surprising you've mm. done that, but not this year. Colorado playing very well. SKC, yeah, they had a slate last week, but I've, I still think they're a very good side. They're playing well. I think this will be a draw. I think two two.
2: Okay, how about Portland versus RSL?
1: Um, Portland, will Portland, will get back to winning ways. I think they'll win. I don't, they're not really, to me, you're not winning by big margins in the games they are winning. So I think it'd be 1-0. No, I
2: agree. I was going to go 1-0. To make it interesting, I'll go 2-1. Uh,
1: Chicago versus New York Red Bulls. One all draw. Um, 2-1 Red Bulls. Uh, Miami versus Nashville.
2: Nashville great little club uh, 3-1 win for the for the boys I reckon
1: I think this would be a big test for Miami to see if they've turned the corner um, I'd like to see Miami turn the corner to be honest so I think I'm going to go 2-1 but uh, I mean Nashville are playing really well so that's that's just me that's me trying to make it interesting in the old predictions league we've got uh,
2: I'm fascinated by this one because you've backed New England massively however we love Philly they're playing each other what are you going for
1: uh, New England win, really? Yeah, I'd, yeah. Philly, they're doing okay, but I think New England—the uh, train ain't stopping. I think it'll be three-two, a high-scoring game as well. I'm going one-all. Oh, okay, uh, moving on now to uh, Sunday evening. So this is early Monday morning in the UK. Uh, San Jose versus L.A.F.C. Mm, uh, this California is California derby.
2: Uh, do you know what? 2 0 San Jose. Don't at me.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, one to score. Yeah, he's going to get a (laughs) hat-trick. Yeah, (laughs) 2-0. No, I think LAFC, uh, (laughs) I think 2-1, they'll win. Uh, DC versus Montreal. Uh, Tough one. Tough on that. Uh, 1-0 DC. Um, Yeah, I like what DC are doing at the moment. Uh, The Losada ball. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 DC, finally. Finally,
2: LA versus Vancouver.
1: Yeah. LA Galaxy LA Galaxy a um a MLS UK show Championship match. Um I think LA Galaxy will win this. Uh they're at home. I think they're doing well. Vancouver are doing well as as well, don't get me wrong, but I think LA Galaxy I think 4-2. 3-2 two.
2: Two, I was going for.
1: Ah. Uh right well that's it. Uh, the the following week is the league's cup. We've got SKC versus Leon, Seattle versus Tigres. Uh, or Tigres however you want to pronounce that, whichever part of the world you come from. Tigers. Uh, NYCFC versus Pumas. Uh, Orlando versus Santos. Come on, you purple men. Uh, what? So, no, they were orange, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Club it's America versus Philadelphia. Um, as well. So uh, leagues, Core, Where do you stand with that? Are you looking forward to this? this? Is kind of the first kind of thing that I've yeah, been in. With never
2: this. been involved in anything like this. So I'm, I'm here for the journey, and um, but I'll be sure I'll be disappointed very, very soon. Uh,
1: right. Well, that's it for our pred- uh, prediction. Send us yours at MLS UK Show on the socials or comment below. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to give us a like, subscribe, and uh, click the notification bell as well um right before we go then uh, just a quick shout out if you um if you want to leave us a rating on your podcast provider if you leave us a review the code word this week to guarantee you a mention on the next episode will be what should we have
2: oh i so thought you you went in confident then like you had one
1: <laughs> yeah that's the trick act confident when you're really not get in get it should we keep it go back to the old school get get in, in. Uh, I guess Orlando have beat an Atlanta, so that's allowed. Uh, so if you write get in on a review on your podcast provider, we'll read it out to you. Um, and if we if we don't, then screenshot it, send it to us with a load of abuse, and we'll read it out on the next episode. <laughs> uh, right, game with a changing name then. Come on. Um, you're going to have to give me some more clues, actually. Do you
2: think? Yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised. I, I've i tried to make it harder because I thought it was a bit too easy. Uh, so this player is uh, born in 1982. In England. So
1: 38, 39. Yeah, yeah. still
2: playing. Uh, He scored over 200 goals in England, Scotland, and the USA. 11 of them were in
1: MLS. Right. 20 goals for England. Have you got any ideas? That's the thing that's thrown me a bit, because 20 goals, that's a lot of goals. So they would have played a long... uh, I should get that, really. Their trade
2: involved a swap deal for a player Uh, that still plays the club now
1: I know who it is now It was the fact that the uh, so they do they play in Scotland right now yes yeah that was the thing that was confusing me because I thought who could it be and now now you isn't skipped. it weird
2: how something like that tr- yeah. suddenly triggers it
1: now you've given me that fact I know who it is the trade was uh, Toronto and Sunderland mm-hmm. Jose Altidor went mm-hmm. one way Jermaine Defoe went the other way yeah there you go Jermaine Defoe correct um, well done if you got that right a lot I couldn't th-
2: believe we've never done him before
1: I know yeah well done if you got that right a lot sooner than I did um, right well that's it then so thanks very much for listening um, thanks for putting up with Elliot and his gettings if you're an Atlanta fan if you're an Orlando fan I hope you've enjoyed yourself Get it. Um, and we'll be back next time in the meantime like I said before please vote for us footballcontentawards.com uh, forward slash voting uh, you need to give us a um, yeah you just go on there best podcast international section right mls uk show in as well and uh, and yeah then that's uh we'll we'll hopefully get a nomination so on my next episode we'll tell you how to vote for us again um and uh, leave us a review leave us a rating on your podcast provider and uh, like subscribe on youtube i think we've covered our bases there
2: just when you've got atlanta out of the way miami are waiting around the corner so hopefully i'll be a very happy elliot holman saying goodbye
1: see ya Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chompocasino.com.